This is Rich Jones, host of Jacksonville's Morning News. Heard weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on 104.5 FM WOKV. Thanks for listening to our Jacksonville's Morning News podcast. If you haven't yet, subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and the Mark K Show. And don't forget, head to iTunes or Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. There are a lot of people who are very hopeful as we see the arrival of the first round of coronavirus vaccine manufactured by Pfizer. It's set to arrive about 1030 or so at UF Health Jacksonville CEO. Dr. Leon Haley is with me live on Jacksonville's Morning News. Good morning. I know this is an anticipated day. First of all, how many of the vials are you expected to get? And just how quickly are you able to begin deploying them to the healthcare workers? Um, we're expecting, and good morning, thank you. We're expecting up to 20,000. Of course, we won't know the exact number uh, until the shipment arrives. And as you said, we anticipate about 1030, but we believe we can actually very quickly begin to unthaw some of the vials and we'll probably do a pilot group this after or early this morning. And, and is that just UF health workers or will you be deploying to healthcare workers from around the area? How are you all handling that process? Well, we've been meeting and working with all of the other local hospitals. And so we have a, a plan that we put in place where we're going to work on our workers on sort of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then begin to work with our other colleagues around the city. And I believe at least two of them are ready to go as early as Thursday of this week. And understanding it correctly, if you have about 20,000, would that ultimately be 10,000 because of the uh, two vaccines that you need to have, the second one, a booster, I think? No, we've been asked by the state to use as many of this group as we can, and we would expect another round of, of, of Pfizer vaccine to be shipped to us uh, in the next couple of weeks. Oh, okay. So this actually is round one, and you can deploy to upwards of 20,000 individuals then? That's correct. Okay. So talk about the supply chain process. I was listening to a podcast driving in this morning and dry ice manufacturers are big into this as well. And they are an important part in this entire process because of how cold this vaccine needs to be. That's correct. So the vaccine needs to be uh, shipped at minus 94 degrees. And so we're one of the, uh, several hospitals in the state that can that actually has an ultra freezer that can support that. So once the vaccine comes to us, it'll be shipped in a container it'll have dry, dry ice on top of it. And it will immediately put that in our, uh, our ultra cold freezer. And then as we begin to work with the other hospitals in the area, we can then ship in those dry ice containers. The dry ice container is probably effective for three to four days. And then you have to change it out. I was uh, also hearing that uh, Pfizer has uh, deployed these um, devices on each of the shipments, which ultimately is about the size of a luggage, uh, almost like a little bit larger carry-on, if you will, that you travel. And those of us who have traveled a lot, unfortunately, this year haven't done any traveling. Uh, but it, they'll be able to detect when the uh, when the um, uh, vials arrive and ultimately test the temperature. I mean, how how detailed is Pfizer handling their end of this, and then how does that impact? your efforts at the local level to deploy? Well, Pfizer's been very detailed. We've had calls with them. We've had calls with the state. Like I said, we've had calls with the other institutions across the state that are also in this first five group. Um, so yes, there is a device on there that's a GPS tracking unit. It allow us, it allow them and us to know when the shipments arrive. When we move them from hospital to hospital, they'll know that as well. Um, and yes, we have to do frequent temperature checks on the containers to make sure we are being able to uh, keep it at the, the recommended freezing state. So yes, very detailed, lots of work, uh, lots of effort on behalf of our staff. Uh, our pharmacy department has really stepped up and working very closely with our medical and administrative leadership to do this well. UF Health uh, Jacksonville CEO Leon Haley is with us on Jacksonville's Morning News. How is UF Health ultimately uh, designated as one of the first arrival points? 
Well, earlier on, um, the hospitals were asked to, you know, fill out some paperwork and see if they were able to uh, be able to store the vaccine at the recommended temperature. So you had to have the ultra freezing unit. So we submitted um, our application. Um, the state ultimately made the decision, but I think they wanted to make sure that they could uh, geographically select uh, uh, hospitals across the state. And so we were one of the first five. Um, there are obviously a number of others that have that. And then as the vaccine continues to get rolled out via Pfizer and eventually Moderna, then there are other hospitals that will be able to support the storage as well. How significant will the process be? I mean, for those of you in the healthcare field, you get the flu shot uh, every every year and you administer this uh, in the arms of people throughout the course of uh, the years of your schooling and doing this work on it. I mean, it's really a, a very routine sort of thing, but do you understand or do you feel the significance of this moment to actually know that some 20,000 of the vaccines uh, some nine months later, 10 months later, are going to be deployed in our community. Yeah, I think you've summed it up really well. I think from a basic administration of a vaccine, it's going to be very routine, except for the freezing part, which is unique to this particular vaccine. Um, but you're right. We are, this is an historic moment. Um, you know, this is probably the fastest we've ever developed a vaccine in the world. Um, it shows you what happens when the collective minds of sort of industry and medicine, science, the government gets together. We can do things much faster and much more quickly. Um, we're, we're very excited to be one of the first hospitals to really take care of our workers and be able to share that with our other colleagues in the city. And we hope this is the first step. But as a reminder, just the first step in sort of containing the virus. Everybody has to get that second dose. And for some time in the future, we're still going to have to wear our masks to make sure that we're protecting everybody. With efficacy of 95 percent, how confident in you uh, in this vaccine are you and in the ones that are coming down the pipeline? The Moderna vaccine, not far behind, it would appear, and uh, seeking FDA uh, emergency use authorization. How safe is this? How comfortable do you personally? feel. I feel very comfortable. I'm going to join a few of our uh, healthcare workers this morning, so I want to make sure that people know that I feel comfortable with it. I've had an opportunity to review some of the data and the science, so I'm comfortable with Pfizer. I'm very comfortable with Moderna, and I want to be supportive. Um, so, I'm, I'm, I, yes, there's a potential for side effects. That's true of any vaccine, but uh, I think we're we're in the right uh, place. So I think we're headed in the right direction, and it's really important for us as uh, as healthcare leaders to show leadership and solidarity during this uh, time. How important is it to get healthcare frontline workers the vaccination now? I know it was ultimately determined that it's going to be healthcare providers and then long-term care residential uh, folks who are at a high risk. And I don't know how many ultimately healthcare workers there are, but if you say there's 20,000 or so coming, what percentage of Northeast Florida healthcare professionals does that cover? Uh Great question. I mean, for, for example, we have uh, about 7,600 employees at our institutions. Obviously, not, a, not all of them are frontline healthcare professionals. Um, and so we're going to take care of all of our people in the emergency department, our COVID units, a lot of our front-facing areas, many of our clinics that have been taking care of a lot of COVID patients. Um, so we've got 7,600. I know Baptist has over 12,000 employees. Mayo has 6,000. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to take care of a big, significant number of the healthcare workers in the community. And it is important to take care of them first so, so they can continue to uh, provide care. Because in addition to COVID, you know, we're now entering flu season. Um, so we have a very busy hospital. So we want to make sure that our workers are being protected. Uh, I guess my one of my last questions is the most important is when will this be available to not just long-term care uh, facilities across the area, but to 
those of us in the general public? I mean, how how quickly do you have a contract in place with Pfizer or some of the others uh, into 2021 to ultimately see this deployed throughout the entire community? We, we don't exactly know. We know that we're going to get our shipment of Pfizer now. Obviously, we get our shipment for the second round. We anticipate getting the Moderna vaccine, assuming it gets approved. And um, But we haven't had a specific directive from the state to say, okay, here's when you start to, you know, move into the general public. So, but we're, but knowing that we're going to use the vaccine and be able to distribute it to the community as soon as we can get more doses in, as soon as we have authorization, we'll do that. So I would anticipate we'll take care of healthcare workers for the rest of this month and then begin to work with the long-term community, probably other first responders, and then probably starting in January, hopefully the general public. You said you'll be among the first to get the vaccine. Have you selected who's actually the first? Is there an interesting story behind it? Uh, I don't know if there's a particularly interesting story. We tried to grab people um, that we felt would uh, represent the organization. And so we have somebody from the emergency department, ICU, respiratory therapists, um, and uh, a few leadership people like myself, our chief nursing officer. Um, so we just wanted a, a group to pilot it, and then we're going to pilot it for the next couple of days and do full scale probably on Wednesday. I really do appreciate you taking so much time out. It's a very busy day, and the logistics have to be complex in order to keep the supply chain going. Uh, CEO Dr. Leon Haley at UF Health in Jacksonville certainly do appreciate it. Best of luck with the rollout today and over the coming days. And we'll check in with you throughout the course of this week as we see the vaccine arrive in Jacksonville. 